We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. number two of a two-hour edition on a rainy New England Saturday afternoon. The Fitzy and Hart program. Brad Foe comes in at 2 o'clock for the Red Sox pregame. Sox and Jays, 307. Who's gonna win? I just... 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. The text line, Andy, lit up whenever you mentioned sort of like flags and fencing scoring for Mm. quarterbacks and injury prevention. Uh, the 860, which is a Connecticut area code. Buzzer idea sucks. You know what? You suck. <laughs> I'm not uh, saying it's a great idea. I'm just saying. No, just, I- we're just putting some potential alternatives out there. We don't make the rules. We just discuss them with you. We also like to preview Patriots games. We like to analyze them afterward. That's why we do the Six Rings post game show. We also do a little thing called the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. There's another uh, Patriot-centric podcast on the website. It's called First and Fox Bro, and its host is also the author of several of the uh, columns, articles, and blogicles, if you will, at WEI.com. He joins us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, Andy, to preview Patriots at Packers tomorrow. Kyrie Thompson, what up, my guy? It's all good, my man, and uh, blogicles, like it. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get Kyrie, Andy, because uh, uh, Mr. Big Time over here yesterday was uh, talking with Kay Adams on uh, uh, up in Adams yesterday on the FanDuel Network. Someone done blowed up in just a couple nice. months' time here. Miss Big Time, huh? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm hiring an agent as we speak. You know, uh, I'm charging <laughs> speaking fees. Anytime you want me on the postgame show, you're going to have to pay. Wow, I'm I'm gonna have We're not to paying pay. Today, yeah, though, I was gonna right? say, is this is this? Wait, now is this the free, hang up on the free, him, Nick? Yeah, quick. All right, LePan, kill the number. I don't care if the Harbor One Hotline is helping us pay for the whole of the shebang. Um, yeah, no, that's that's great. Um, I'd love to know that I'm gonna have to uh, pay to have you on the post game show that they already don't pay us for. Um, that was that was great. It was nice to see you out there, big K Adams fan as well. Yes. Um, so Kyrie, uh, where do you sit in terms of? What's gone on this week with the Patriots? And do you also do you also get the feeling that I've got Andy and I talked about it on the pod this week that there's this weird I'm not gonna call it rift just yet or full blown civil war, but like there's an odd feeling amongst Pats fans right now. Luckily Mac Jones is out tomorrow, so we don't have to worry about the pa- the Patriots like saying like God oh, get in there or they're 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 getting in his way of playing. But where do you where do you sort of see 
Pats fans and the team and everything going right now because it was a bit of a divisive week following a game that the Patriots were in and could have won and then the Mac injury and everything that's gone on this week? It's honestly been a little bit frustrating from my standpoint because this is a debate that, particularly when you're talking about Mac Jones, because he's the big topic of discussion here, like putting his injury aside for a moment and let's talking about his play, that a lot of people are trying to make this pronouncement of like, well, you know, this, this, is, this is a sign that he's not the guy. Look at all these interceptions and he's playing terribly and, and just kind of overly exaggerating, you know, how poorly he's played. And I mean, I've said that I haven't loved everything that he's done. And, and I thought that the game against Pittsburgh, there was a bunch of stuff I did not like. At the same time, you look at him coming out, going into this week, he was leading the league in deep ball yardage. I mean, Mac Jones, field stretcher. Like, who saw that one coming? It, it's To me, a lot of it is Mac Jones is still trying to figure out what he can and cannot do in the NFL. And last year, teams dared him to beat them with his arm and challenge him to throw the ball down the field, and they're doing it again. So, I mean, what is he supposed to do? Keep on taking singles and walks? I mean, eventually you're going to have to try to hit for a little power here. So I think there is this weird disconnect about, I mean, what what does the guy look like? What does an improved Mac Jones look like in particular? That, oh, I don't know, people think he was just going to keep on nickel and diming people and just, oh, yeah, we're going to get to, uh, you know, 4,200 yards this year. And then it'll be 4,500 and, like, 35 touchdowns. Like, that, that's not how this works. It's not a linear process. So I, I think that there's definitely been – this, this weird dialogue that's gone on about that, fueled you know, in part by Michael Lombardi saying, oh, if he keeps playing like this, he's going to lose his job, which I thought was a hysterical take um, that, that I, I've, I've written about on the site as well. So, I mean, it, it's odd, and it, it wasn't really helped by Mac Jones getting hurt, which, by the way, the Patriots and their handling of it was, was both clever and also just like, come on, you really think – that anybody believed he was going to play. Yeah, clever meets infuriating in Foxborough when you're covering the Patriots sometimes. And I, I, I'm totally with you. Like, they by the way, each masterful. of you owe me a dollar. Sorry for stepping in, Andy. Each of you owes me a dollar every time you say day by day. Just letting you guys know that it's not allowed. There's a day by day penalty from this well, good, point forward. Good news is I don't think I've used that phrase more than three times in my life, other than stealing it from Bill Belichick. So uh, I'm going to yep, stay. And uh, now, now it's uh, now it's week by week. We bypassed right. the, the daily part. That's right, week by week. But getting into the game itself, we're going to see Brian Hoyer. And, and I agree with you on the Mac stuff. You and I have talked about that on First and Foxborough. And I do think it's funny when you look at guys like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson, three of the best quarterbacks in football right now, at some point in their first, second, third season, have had significant conversations about are they the guy, doubters, people pointing out their shortcomings rather than the things they do well. And I, I think in many ways that's the natural progression of a, of a franchise quarterback in the NFL for a lot of these guys, and Max going down that road. We'll see how it ends up, but that road does not include this Sunday in Green Bay. That's, that's your guy, Brian Hoyer. And I know you asked him about his last trip to, uh, to Lambeau, but what is your level of... I guess expectation for Brian Hoyer on Sunday. Disaster, stunningly better than people expect, or somewhere boringly in the middle? Boringly in the middle, very solidly. <laughs> because, 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 look, I think the people bring up the Kansas City start, 
And that you, you can you could say, oh yeah, you're one play away from playing, and and you know that just kind of is what it is. But that was a, a horribly you know inaccurate you know description of what Brian Hoyer could probably do if he was given a full week of practice, which he was not. Right? Cam Newton gets ruled out with COVID on Saturday for a Sunday kickoff, and then the game gets. Um, you know, moved to Tuesday because of COVID stuff. And, and then he just got to jump in with no practice time and just, just go wing it. And, and yeah, he looked bad. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, this week got a full week of practice getting all the reps because, I mean, Mac Jones didn't do anything. So he's better prepared this time around. And, look, Brian Hoyer, it, I, you referenced the Lambo stuff. So that was back in 2016, which arguably was his best stretch of football in the pros when he was backing up Jay Cutler. Cutler goes down early, and Hoyer has to fill in. I thought he and, was pretty good with the Browns in 2013. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, totally, that's totally fair. And that was like when he was you know, really having you know a, a strong opportunity to start every single Sunday. He wasn't just a backup. But, I mean, he, he looked pretty good in 2016, even though the you know he lost you know four out of those five starts that he had, and then he goes down with the injury in Lambeau. I mean, I think, look, ultimately you're not looking for 400-yard games out of Brian Hoyer. You're not looking at him to be like, oh, my God, Brian Hoyer is shocking the world. You're looking at him to be like, look, you're going you're gonna to turn around and you're going to hand it off. You're going to saddle up Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson and ride them all the way through the finish line if you can. But, look, when teams stack the box, which they are inevitably going to do, can you trust Brian Hoyer to check out of a bad play and – throw a slant if necessary, or, or throw a hitch, throw something quick, get it out of his hands, and beat the, that coverage, beat that play. And, I mean, he's an NFL quarterback still. I mean, you'd think that, you know, a guy with his experience and just general, you know, knowledge and experience of the offense, like that you can do that on occasion. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't be – playing this game, Bailey Zappi would, or some other veteran would. Well, I can tell so, you one thing, Kyrie. You know who's not going to be playing this game tomorrow? Uh, a little bit of breaking news about the New England Patriots right here. Two minutes ago, tweeted out from the official account of your official Twitter of the six-time champion New England Patriots, Jacoby Myers has been downgraded to out for New England versus Green Bay. Not good. <laughs> um, I thought that – I will say this. Um, it's not wholly surprising I did get a chance to see him on Wednesday take part in some individual drills, and he wasn't looking the fleetest of foot. I mean, he, he was he was still, you know, he caught a couple of routes and, and such, but he was not looking full speed, so it doesn't terribly surprise me. Um, I thought that this could be a possibility, but still not great. And so now you're looking at a situation where, like last week, who is going to step up? Last week it was Devontae Parker who really just went nuclear, um, and, and you kind of thought that that was a turning point in, in some cases for his and Mac Jones's chemistry. Uh, other plays weren't so good, uh, but still, big game for him. Is it going to be somebody else this week? My thought is, okay, is this going to be a Nelson Aguilar, um, you know, from the slot beating you with drag routes all over the field kind of game? I think that might be a little bit more likely. Might you see a little bit more Kendrick Bourne? Maybe, though I think that the way things have been trending for this team, you might not see Kendrick Bourne unless they're behind and they've got to pass. Otherwise, you're going to keep on seeing bits of little Jordan Humphrey in there, which can be, I mean, maybe not the worst thing in the world because Brian Hoyer and little Jordan Humphrey probably have more chemistry than Humphrey and Mac Jones did. So 
somebody's got to step up once again, and I don't think that it's necessarily a guarantee that it's got to be Devontae Parker. It could be somebody else. Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com and the First in Foxborough podcast joins us on the Harbor One hotline. Uh, Kyrie, I got to trend and pay the bills. Can you hang tight and, and carry this over in a couple minutes? On the other yes, side? Yes, sir. All righty, Andy. Uh, we'll pick up. Oh, there's an upcharge for that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to talk to Kyrie's rep. Now we're going double time. Oh, man. I'm going to be paying extra rates. The calls are lined up to talk to a Patriots, Patriots of Packers, Hoyer, and more. Kyrie Thompson is in the house with Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Paula, that is the Patriots offense, makes way to Green Bay tomorrow to take on the Packers at 425 p.m. Big game. lot hanging in the balance. Crazy week with the Patriots. It's Fitzy and Hart. You got Andy Hart, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and Kyrie Thompson from WEEI and the First and Foxborough podcast joining us on the Harbor One hotline. Andy, uh, we talked on the podcast this week. We heard, you know, plenty made about it on the national outlets and radio and whatnot about how the Patriots would approach this game. And I think you and I are both of a mindset, uh, Andy, you first, and then Kyrie after. Um, do you really think that the Patriots can hang in this game tomorrow? And if so, how? Uh, yeah, I think it's two relatively simple but not always easy uh, things. And I think Kyrie touch, touched on it earlier. you got to utilize Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. you got to run the damn football, control it. And we all know the old cliche, if you're on the field with the football, Number 12's off the field. We used to live that life in inverse here in New England. Other teams trying to run the ball to keep 12 off the field. And then you just absolutely can't can't turn the ball over. You Whatever that small margin of error was, it is gone now. You need to take care of the football. So run the football, take care of the football. I couldn't get any more cliche. Kyrie, what do you think? <laughs> I think we lost Kyrie. Kyrie Thompson, WEI.com. 
He's he so went overtime. He's so he's yep, so. There you go. There he is. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, yep, there we go. So Andy just said the basically kind of like the same tenets and fundamentals. I think we all believe the Patriots have to execute tomorrow. Obviously, run the ball. You can't turn the ball over. You can't throw three picks. You can't fumble again like Aguilar has. Great point earlier today by uh, Tyler, the producer on uh, Merloni Foray and Mego. How come? How come uh, Aguilar's not in the doghouse? Kendrick Bourne is for some reason, but Aguilar fumbles twice, kills two potential comebacks. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think that, uh, you know, that's probably just a thing that we're not going to know about behind the scenes, right? We obviously heard about Kendrick Bourne, uh, you know, kind of getting on Matt Patricia's nerves because he was late to meetings or you know, he's griping about the offense. But then all you hear about Nelson Aguilar is like he's, he's you know, like another quarterback on the field. And, I mean, by all accounts, I mean, the guy has been working his butt off. Uh, but, yeah, he's got, he's got to take care of the football better. And I sat there with him and asked him a couple of questions about it after the game. He was, he was really upset with himself. He was harping on, on ball security and the fact that, you know, sometimes he's got to be more aggressive you know, with just getting upfield and, and maybe not trying to make a move on two guys in front of him. Just take, take what you can get. And, you know, sometimes that means you're going to have to lower your shoulder and just, or get down, whatever it happens to be. So, I mean, you, you hope that he learns from that. But in terms of the overall game plan, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's got to be a ground and pound. The Packers gave up 126 rushing yards week one, gave up 180 to the Bears. I mean, they beat the Bears still because the Bears have to figure out their own quarterback stuff. But, I mean, they, they shredded the Packers' defense. So I think you're going to look at that and say, yeah, that is how we're going to stay in this game. I mean, there was a point there where the Bears almost tied the game, and part of it was because of this – Ball control offense, you just ground out enough, and, and it didn't quite work out. But the strategy could have been pulled. There was a minute there where it looked like it might happen. So I think that's probably how this is going to be. And, and again, as you mentioned, Andy, don't turn the football over. Take the safe throws. Take the layups. And just, just keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers. And then on the other side of the football, just throw as many different kind of looks as you can at him. Try not to get too in love with man coverage because he's been shredding it so far. He's actually been a little bit rough against zone, and I think maybe that's inexperience with the receiving core. They're trying to figure out chemistry. So I think they're going to have to mix and match a little bit and just, just throw the kitchen sink at him because, yeah, he's seen everything over the last, what, 18 years he's been in the league, but even he's not infallible. Yeah, he spoke glowingly and lovingly of Bill Belichick as we had a little bit of a smokescreen, bright, shiny object over here, distraction-filled week. Obviously, Bill Belichick wanted all of the attention to be put on himself because he knows with Mac being injured, he's not going to give you any updates or any information. So here I'll be the one who makes the jokes about, I'm not a doctor, I don't read MRIs. Uh, he, he does his distraction. And then there's Aaron Rodgers buttering Bill Belichick up on the Pat McAfee show, thankfully not showing us his tovid. rather this time talking about all the coverages they threw at him in 2014 and that great Brady Rogers showdown and nobody makes better adjustments. I, I'm pretty sure he believes all of that. Uh, how, but Andy, we heard uh, this week on our podcast from Pete Bukowski, the host of the locked on Packers podcast about how the chemistry between like the run games already great. And their offensive line is only getting healthier and it's a badass offensive line for the Packers. But now all of a sudden he's starting to connect with Dobbs as the Packers offense is feeling itself out, and Christian Watson is quickly establishing himself as a legit deep threat. So do the Patriots have enough on defense tomorrow, Andy, to deal with all three levels, smash-mouth running, intermediate, uh, you know, Devontae Adams wannabe clone and Dobbs, 
And then, of course, the deep threat from Christian Watson. And let's not forget about Lazard. Yeah, no, I mean, it, there's a challenge to this offense, and and I, I think some Patriots fans were lulled into this false sense of security, as they say. They look at the Bucks packers game. Wow, they only scored 14 points. Well, they were cruising, and then something weird happened after the Aaron Jones fumble. But I'd also say, you're not the Bucks defense. That Bucks defense is pretty damn good. So, yeah, there's a challenge here, and we all know over the years, if you just force Belichick to take away one thing, sometimes he can do it, even if his talent and scheme aren't great necessarily on the whole that year. But when you go against Aaron Rodgers, and then you have that two-headed running back attack, and if they are getting more comfortable with the the young receivers, this defense is going to be sort of spread out vertically and horizontally, and that's where my concern lies. I I think this is is a... is a big, unique challenge for this defense that just came off a big, unique challenge. Kyrie, I put together a piece for .com where I scoured every publication, blog, uh, sports site, etc., where all their, quote, experts, their talking heads, their football pundits all made their predictions for the game. Now, the line opened up at 10.5. It's down to 9, I believe. Wherever you may have gotten it, uh, Blah, blah, blah. That's fine and dandy for everyone out there on the wagering side of the tracks. But I could not find a single person. There are plenty of people that pick the Patriots to cover. I couldn't find anybody to say that the Patriots were actually going to win this game. And then, lo and behold, just a few minutes ago, in my mentions comes somebody by with the handle of uh, at Chase Dillon 0905 who says Colin Cowherd is the lone voice to pick the Patriots versus the spread and win straight up. Colin Cowherd, the guy who doubts this Patriots offensive uh, cadre, the hive mind, et cetera. Do you think, I mean, do you give them any shot to actually come out of here tomorrow with the dub? And if so, what is the headline Monday? I mean, sure, of course. I mean, there there is an opportunity even for the worst team to catch lightning in a bottle and win a game. I mean, come on, we, we saw... What was it? The Jets beat the Bills last year? Something stupid like that, like nine to six. I mean, come on, yeah, it it, it can happen at any time. Jags, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the Jag. It was the Jags. Yep. And I mean, my caveat to that is, I mean, it was going to be a tough. It was going to be tough enough to beat the Packers with Mac Jones, and now you don't have him. Brian Hoyer is the great unknown slash very known. Uh, you know, because he, he hasn't necessarily played in a little while. It's like, oh, you know, you never know. Maybe he's got something. But, I mean, basically he's a backup quarterback and has been for the majority of his career. So you'd be wise not to get your hopes up. I mean, again, I think this is going to be – is going to have to be a game where you gotta you got to get some takeaways. That's it, really the only way it's going it, it's going to happen, I think. Because, as you mentioned, Andy, I think the one thing that the Patriots are going to try to take away – is the running game, or at least that's the first thing they're going to try to take away. And it seems silly to think about, okay, yeah, that you're going to put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands, but I still feel like that might be the area of most uncertainty because, yeah, you still got young receivers that are working things out, and you do like your safeties, and you like Jonathan Jones, right? So, so you're thinking, okay, maybe that's an area where there's some advantage, but Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon just pounding it out and, and – you know, getting five, six yards of carry, you can't have that. They will not survive this game if that happens. And I know that that's the area that the Patriots take the most pride in, is stopping the run, winning those early downs. And then you're just saying, okay, if we can stop you on early downs and we can force you in a third and mid, third and long, 
then we're going to get in a scenario where, okay, let, let's try and confuse Aaron Rodgers. Let's do the best we can, or at the very least, just keep the ball in front of us and make tackles and try to get him off the field and then hold the football slash get that ball out of his hand. So, yes, there is a chance, and I think that if, if they do win, it's going to be Bill Belichick, you know, master plan foils Aaron Rodgers on Monday. I don't think it's going to be Brian Hoyer goes off for 350 <laughs> yards and four touchdowns. All right, so Kyrie, we'll let you out, let you out on this because we got some calls to take, and you've got a Saturday to continue with, and we'll maybe catch up on the post game show tomorrow. Your prediction for tomorrow's game? I'm thinking it's going to be uh, like a 27-20, something like that. I think they will find a, they will find a way to to muster up a couple of touchdowns just you know on the strength of the running game. And they will, you know, muster up a couple of field goals. Maybe one of them has to come off a takeaway, some, something like that. They will, they will find a way to score points because I think that ultimately um, the, the Packers are good, but they are not world beaters. And and I and I think that they'll have a game plan that's good enough. And, and you could even look at it as the way that they've schemed things up to start games and start halves has been really good. Like you want my, you know, medium. Uh, warmth take here it's that the Patriots are going to come out and they're going to get points off their first drive and mm-hmm. and probably the first drive is again because that that's what they've been doing this entire time then it's just going to become what do they do after that and like I said think they've got to get a takeaway off the Packers to stay in this one but ultimately you're going to have a hard time uh, getting me to pick the Patriots I think I, I kind of had them starting off one and three to start this year and I think that's how it's going to go 2720 says Kyrie Thompson of WE.com and the first in Foxborough podcast. Looks like we're going to be talking about a moral victory Monday as we presumed, Andy. Kyrie, thanks for the time, my man. You can give him a follow at Katie Thompson 5. You can read his work at WEI.com. Subscribe to the first in Foxborough podcast and more. We'll look forward to your work tomorrow. As always, my man, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Go Pats. Yep, appreciate it. And uh, I've just decided, um, you know, after a conference with my agent, you guys can still be free. Yes, Yo. grandfathered in. What a He's treat. waving the fee just I for us. I love it. There you go. All right, Kyrie, thanks, thanks Kyrie. so much, buddy. It's Kyrie Thompson on the Harbor One Hotline here with Fitzy and Hart. Um, yeah, Andy, I got. I don't know if I can see the Patriots scoring 20 points tomorrow. I think I called for a 23-13 type of win, but there's a late touchdown from Green Bay to ice it. Otherwise, it's close the whole way. I, I, I see them. I see him hanging around. I do, and it's because... And it was a good point Kyrie brought up earlier. When Hoyer uh, or Axel, Hoya the Destroyer, was thrust into action in that Kansas City game t- two years ago, he got notified like the rest of us on a – I remember I was in the – I was like hanging off my roof at the Cape or something, like doing some yard work, and all of a sudden my wife is like, oh, my friend just texted me saying Cam Newton's out Sunday or mon- or like tomorrow. Uh, he's got COVID. Like, why does my – wow, everyone must know this. How come I didn't know this? And lo and behold, they have to move the game. It's Monday. they got to fly out same day. They're getting changed in, like, a concession stand. It was just a disaster. And he, you know, two egregious plays, two brain farts, basically cost the Patriots in a game they hung around in. They played their asses off. I see everyone who puts on those pads in that uniform tomorrow playing their ass off. And I see Belichick doing everything under the sun to halt and grind – the Packers offense down long enough to stay in it, and they just ultimately end up having a little more talent. Yeah, I'm not as optimistic. 
Do you want me to give my score, or should we make people go to the Six Rings pod? Uh, you know what? You can give your score, but I'm going to tease it because we're going to take a couple calls and get the, the Pats yeah. people and the Foxborough population and WEI listeners involved. How about Matt in Rhode Island, one of my favorites here on the show? What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, Hart, you sounded good this week. You had a good week over on that other show. Good oh, shows. So, that other um, show. Yeah, we ignore the title. Just call it that No, other that's what it's been dubbed now. The other, <laughs> it's the other show. Yeah, no kidding. So this porn thing um, with Kendrick Porn, don't you think as it goes along, like he's been a he's been efficient when he's been on out there, but as they keep him out, it's like it's being harder and harder to like put him back in because, as we all know, these guys, you know, Belichick up at the top doesn't want to be proved wrong on why he hasn't been in there in the first place. Kind of a double edged sword. But at this point, it's getting you know it's getting a little a little bit much, especially because I believe it does derive from you know, whatever contentious thing they had going on with Bourne and Patricia about when they were putting in this offense and Bourne having the experience and, you know, all this backlash. It's just like, I I just don't like it. And to kind of pair that with what Lombardi said this week, I think the NFL is kind of a tight, tight group. And like when this gets out with other players, like you're really only hurting yourself going forward um, the way you're doing business. And um, it's kind of been like that, and that's great when you're winning Super Bowls, but when you're just an average team, you know, I, I just – I don't like it as a fan. Um, last week was an exciting game. When you get to those games like against Miami and Pittsburgh when, like, no one's really doing anything, and, yeah. you know, it's not really – you got a playmaker on the sideline. You know, not cool. No, that's anyway, actually um, – yeah, thank you, I'll, Matt. I'll hear, you guys, I'll, I'll hear you guys after the game tomorrow. Thanks. All right. Bye. I appreciate that, Thanks, Matt. Matt. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the thought. And – uh uh, we'll look forward to uh, you being on the other side tomorrow. Six Rings postgame show after Patriots-Packers here on WEEI. Andy, good good point. Will the way the Kendrick Bourne situation has shaken out affect other free agents possibly not wanting to come to Foxborough if they think, man, that guy showed out last year, had a career season, looked to be on an upward track and trend, and now he's either not part of the game plan in the doghouse or both? I don't really believe so. I still think winning and money talk most in the NFL, the opportunity to win and whoever offers the most money. The the question I would have is a bigger picture, not the specific Kendrick Bourne, which, by the way, when Matt started, he goes, this porn thing, I I literally thought he said porn. I I did, too, and I was like, oh, we're going to go down the Antonio Brown track? Okay, great. (laughs) We're talking porn on a Saturday afternoon? I don't think so. That's not what we do. Um the, I think the, the, the thing that will be questionable is Matt Patricia. If this offense kind of sputters all year long and we're talking about different players with different roles, for example, Hunter Henry, productive a year ago. I don't think we've said doghouse or that he's feuding with anybody or that they're but his production is down. He's not the same guy production wise as he was a year ago. If there are more examples of that as the season wears on, I think just this the questions we have will will continue to evolve within the fraternity of the NFL in town. Like, do I want to go to New England and play for a defensive coach? Did you see what that scheme was? They don't seem like they're really hitting their stride. Now, it can go the other way. Devontae Parker could have more games like last week, and we'll start to quiet those questions. But, yeah, I don't think the Bourne situation in particular. This Bourne thing. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound like porn? It did for a second. I thought this, okay. I thought the same thing as well. This but... Bourne thing. Uh, and then I'm like, who's Kendrick Porn? Because he said the, the first name. And well, was, that's wow. what we'd probably call the highlight reel of plays, catches, and touchdowns that he wishes he had at this point. But yes. we can't because he can barely see the field. Uh, 
who knows who's going to be on the field tomorrow. Probably more, like we had said, of two tight end sets and little, jo- little Jordan Humphrey getting in there because the Patriots are probably yeah, yeah. going to be running, yeah, an awful lot tomorrow. Now, uh, we took a few calls, or at least uh, we talked about a few people that think the Patriots can actually hang in there tomorrow. Here's someone who thinks the Patriots have no chance tomorrow. Kelly and Amherst, what up? What's up, guys? Yeah, so I'm Mr. Optimistic Patriots fan. I said before the year they were going to win a playoff game or two. I think that's still possible. But they are definitely not going to win with lowly Brian Hoyer. I heard you mention some game, the Kansas City Gamer. He did something good once. Dude, that's great. But I saw this guy last time he came out. He got absolutely hosed. He's the guy who's supposed to be your break glass in case of emergency guy. Oh, at least you can trust him. You can't trust him. He turns the ball over like crazy. He's like Blake break glass in terms of uh, the nuclear holocaust. I want to see the other guy, and I think even with that, the Patriots still get smoked. Uh, 35 to 3, that's much for it. Ooh, wow. That one hurts. That Oof. one leaves a mark, Kelly. Ooh, Oof. 35 Ooh, that to is three. Going to be... That's worse than mine. <laughs> Like I always say in the promos for Six Rings and the postgame show, Andy, we're here with you whether it's to commiserate or celebrate. And I only Ugh. hope, I, I doubt, it seems like maybe more of the middle ground that we may not be celebrating, but we won't be commiserating. If the Patriots can keep it close, it'll be, okay, so we shouldn't abandon all hope. We shouldn't, you know, sink the ship now, see if we can get some insurance and look to 2023. But, you know, listen. Lawrence Guy injured. I believe he actually is listed as out for tomorrow already. We'll have to check on that one. Jacoby Myers is out. No Mac Jones. It's Brian Hoyer. Any which way, there won't be fireworks. There won't be a hoister. show. The the hoister in there tomorrow. Axel Brian Hoyer. It's going to be a grind. Uh, we will come back. We're on with you until 2, at which point we take a break and uh, pass the baton to Bradfoe for the Red Sox pregame show. We see your calls lined up on two of the Patriots and more. 617-779-7937. It's Fitzy and Hart on a Saturday here on EEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.